and welcome to Karate Kid Master Dojo. This is Master Craig. Hello everybody. How you doing today? I hope your day is going well. If you're just joining us for the first time, I am Senior Master Craig Greca. I am a 6th degree black belt in the Universal Martial Art and a 5th degree black belt in the Taekwondo Martial Art. And I've been training for over two years in Kung Fu and Kabuto weapons. And we're here today to discuss the teachings and trainings inside the Karate Kid universe, including the Cobra Kai Netflix series, which incidentally is where our example comes from today. In the Cobra Kai Netflix series, the Cobra Kais decide to, to vandalize, destroy, the Miyagi-Do Dojo. Now, um, this was the only example that I had for our topic today. It's not a very good example because um, of the negative uh, things that they did, uh, which I don't condone, but there is some positive things um, in regards to our topic today. And uh, as I'm sitting here, I actually thought of another example from the Cobra Kai Netflix series where Johnny Lawrence takes the Cobra Kais to a junkyard for training. And when they're at the junkyard, they are smashing old cars, smashing windows, um, and dropping things off a barn um, as kind of a stress relief day and kind of teaching them how to go for it when striking. So that's another example of a kind of a grown-up break room, which we'll discuss later. Our topic is break stuff. So a little personal history on this. Um, a few times in, uh, uh, when I was younger, the, we had fun breaking stuff. Okay? There was um, um, my aunt and uncle and cousins uh, purchased a uh, piece of property in Michigan. And there was an old shed on that piece of property. Um, and uh, we decided that we were going to do heel kicks, side kicks, and spinning side kicks to it. Um, it was going to fall down anyways, uh, but it was a lot of fun. So uh, my brother Scott and I, uh, we decided to uh, to go ahead and uh, have fun kicking this thing. And uh, the cousins joined in. We were uh, putting holes in it with our uh, spinning sidekicks and jump spin sidekicks. And it was a lot of fun until eventually uh, we knocked the shed down. And then we all uh, cheered. We're like, yay, we did it. We destroyed the shed. So it was kind of fun. So, as I said, it was just an old shed that was getting ready to fall down, anyways. But it was uh, still fun as cousins to uh, to destroy it. Uh, there was also another time um, we had this uh, old filing cabinet um, at the martial arts school that my brother and I own, and uh, we hated it. And I can't remember all the reasons why we hated it. I think it's because it wouldn't shut right. Um, the rails kept on falling off. File folders kept on dropping couldn't get it open, all this stuff. But I remember that all of us hated it so much that when we finally bought a new one, we decided that we were going to destroy that filing cabinet because we didn't like it. So we actually had fun uh, kicking it with nice front kicks and swing kicks and everything like that, putting dents in it, and we were kicking it all over uh, the backyard. And then um, I even made a little film about it, um, and I put the song Break Stuff by Limp Biscuit as the soundtrack. So we had a lot of fun. So um, sometimes you can have fun and a big stress relief 
to um, break stuff. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So first of all, a, um, the work task. There's always a work task in all of our podcasts. And um, believe it or not, sometimes you have to break stuff down in order to build them back up again. Okay. Uh, biggest example I can give is uh, in all these housing shows. And um, sometimes a lot of these older houses have walls everywhere. For some reason, uh, the houses back then were all very compartmentalized, and uh, you had a room for everything and a hallway for everything, and uh, kitchen galley here, living room here. Everything was very organized, I guess. Uh, but a lot of the newer houses, uh, the removal of walls in a house helps to open up and do that open concept that that's that's so uh, desired with these modern houses. So. Sometimes in all these housing shows, you uh, see the uh, host or uh, whatever, or sometimes the people that own the house, using sledgehammers to, um, to uh, remove walls, to remove drywall, to remove two-by-fours. Um, and then once in a while, you'll have some funny stuff, like uh, where they try to uh, use like a football tackle to get through the wall, or they'll use a kick or a spinning kick or something like that. To take out walls, so um, that's part of a, a work task. Is when you're when you're doing that. Now I can remember just an example for us when we were redoing my mom's kitchen. We had a chance to break up the kitchen cabinets and throw them over the uh, the deck railing to fall onto the ground, and that was kind of fun too. But but believe it or not, um, there is places that you can go. Um, into a room and get a chance to break stuff, okay? Sometimes people need to be able to do this once in a while, okay? I'm not saying that you need to go break your house or go break your business or anything like that, but sometimes there's a need to break stuff, you know, because in a, in a perfect world, sometimes we need to uh, get that stress relief, okay? Um, get a chance to break stuff. Um, and as I said, that stress relief can be done in many different ways, um, which we'll explain during the martial art practice section. Okay. Um, in fact, um, in TV shows and movies, I've seen uh, these break rooms where you can go to and you could uh, break stuff. You know, they give you like goggles, and um, they, you wear something so you don't get hurt, and then you could take sledgehammers to stuff and hammers to stuff, and uh, you can break stuff. Uh, in fact, uh, <clears throat> one uh, TV series on Netflix, um, it's called Lily and Dash. It was a Christmas one. Um, the guy in the movie, in the series, um, wanted the, uh, the girl to go to one of these break stuff places. And I've never seen one like this, but apparently in this particular one, you had to build something first. So you had to build something creative. And then you had to go into the break room and destroy your creation. Okay, so that was a little bit different take on the whole breaks, break rooms. Usually they have just random junk for you to beat up on. Um, but this particular um, one, you had to build something creatively first and then destroy it, which is a lot harder to do once you've built something. You kind of develop an emotional attachment to it so you don't want to break it. Um, in fact, uh, before I did this podcast, I was researching because I, I thought I heard 
um, that there's one there's one of these kind of rooms uh, nearby. Um, and uh, I found out there's one in Fort Myers, Florida here. Um, it's called Just One of Those Days Rage Room. Okay, Just One of Those Days Rage Room. And for those of you guys that know the uh, Limp Biscuit song, um, that's a, a takeaway from that song because the his uh, the song says just one of the, just one of those days when you don't want to get up, you know. So that that's what they got it from. So it's a tagline from the from the song. And today I was going to play the song uh, as part of the podcast, but unfortunately the song's not really appropriate for kids. So um, it is one of those good uh, adult songs that you can listen to when you're you're having a bad day. Um, and sometimes you need that kind of song, you know, to help you out. So anyways, um, we talked about the work task and how sometimes you have to break stuff in order to build it back up. Um, but the, the martial art practice that goes along with this work task um, is there's a lot to it. Um, a lot of people don't realize that uh, martial art practices, uh, doing this is good for you. Um, but uh, hitting a bag, a heavy bag, or an air shield, okay? Some of our adults, when they join martial arts, they don't realize that they, they want that sometimes, okay? Their life is frustrating, um, and they had a hard day at work or a hard day at home, and they want to just kind of beat up on an air shield a little bit. It's a great stress relief, okay? Um, I know uh, some of my instructors talk about they had a bad day, their truck got ruined or something like that, and they, they did need a good uh, hitting on the, uh, on the bag to really take away that stress. And it happened recently. So uh, great stress relief. Um, also, too, uh, just in case you don't have a heavy bag or air shield, because when I grew up, I grew up in the country, and I didn't always have the uh, money to buy everything that I wanted. So you can also make your own heavy bag, okay, or own hitting targets. Um, there's, I, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it right because I always forget what it's called. It's called like a Magawara board or something like that. It's a, it's a Chinese uh, kind of board. You can buy them on uh, wholesale in the, um, some of the catalogs that I have here. But it's like a board with like a pad and then it has a covering over it, okay. You can mount those on a wall, uh, preferably on a tree outside because you don't want to, you know, mess up your walls at home, um, but you can punch it, you know, and uh, I've seen in movies they created these, and we used to have something like that in the combatives room at the college that I um, attended, Eastern Michigan University. Um, also, too, I made, I had an army duffel bag that I filled with uh, old blankets or towels or something like that, and I hung it from a tree by a rope, and I used that as a heavy bag um, for a long time before I could ever have my own. So there's ways to make uh, your own hitting targets so that you can have something to hit at home. I know sometimes um, when you come to class, you have you have a partner, so it's nice you have a partner who can hold an air show for you. Uh, plus, we have freestanding heavy bags as well, um, but it, sometimes you don't always have someone to hold an air show for you, okay? So you need something that's uh, that you can hit all by yourself. So that's always a great um, thing to have. Now, um, how do you practice with this? Okay, well, um, I recommend that you practice in hit intervals. Okay, high intensity interval training. Uh, what you do is you do a period of high intensity. Okay, on the bag, 
Um, you want to keep your techniques flowing and keep the intensity right. A lot of people, when they do a heavy bag, uh, they do it in the classroom here, and, and people always do it when they're self-taught at home, is they do one technique at a time, and they always focus on the techniques that they do well. So if they can do a right leg front kick, for example, they'll do that over and over again to make themselves feel good. When in truth, in martial art practice, you want to be able to switch your arms, switch your hands, switch your kicks, so that you can get strong with all of your weapons that you possess. So, and how do you do the hit intervals? Well, you have to, you have to develop the hit interval by yourself, what you're, what you're comfortable with. And there's different ways you can do that. Okay, so for example, if you're just starting out, maybe you can click a watch and do a 30 second interval and then rest for two minutes. Then commit to a 30 second interval and then rest for two minutes. Okay, and you can keep on doing this cycle um, for a little while. Like I would say about 10 minutes, if you could do it. That's probably the best. Then, when you get better at it or stronger at it, what you can do is you can flip that interval a little bit more. You can do one minute on, one minute off interval, okay? And that provides you with a little bit more uh, cardiovascular training. Um, then you can totally flip the interval um, on its on its um, uh, one of our one of the guys that uh, does the uh, the uh, beach body workouts he flips the interval so that you're doing three minutes of intensity with only thirty seconds or a minute rest okay but that does take more conditioning to get there so as I said you can start off baby steps and do the thirty second three two minute interval thing the one-minute, one-minute, and then eventually maybe a two-minute, one-minute, or a three-minute, one-minute interval, okay? So that your rest, you have more intensity and less rest time. But you want to make sure that you can do the full 10 minutes or 15 minutes, whatever you can do. So you want to keep that going. You don't, you don't just want to do one set and be done. That's not a long enough workout. Most people say with high-intensity interval training that you need at least seven minutes. But I say you should do about 10 because that's more realistic. Because most people don't keep the intensity right. They always underperform, under intense. Um, and then therefore you're just doing cardio, you're not doing high intensity work. So um, what's something else that you could break in a martial art practice? We actually did a whole podcast on breaking boards, okay? But breaking boards is always a fun uh, way to de-stress. Now, you can do it with the rebreakable boards like we have in class. Uh, you can also do the pure wood ones as well. The pure wood ones are more satisfying, okay, because you did break it and it can't be put back together, okay. Uh, in class, we use it as a keepsake for the kids and for the adults who break their boards, okay, but it's fun to break some lumber, okay. Now, um, we were, when we were kids, we used to try and break uh, boards and wood uh, lengthwise, which is a lot harder to do. Um, and you got to be careful because sometimes you can hurt yourself if you don't know, if you're not sure. Um, like kid will take like a, a long two by four, for example, and you can't break it. All you can do is hurt your foot. So you got to make sure that the boards are appropriate for breaking. Just like cement. Cement's another thing that you could break. Um, it's very satisfying. 
Uh, though cement, you have to make sure that you get the thinner ones. The thicker ones are pretty hard. Cement does not give like a board does. A board will sometimes give a little bit. When you uh, hit it, it'll flex. Uh, but cement does nothing. And sometimes cement is stubborn. So the first, when you first hit it, the first shock waves that you do, you feel it as if you hit a wall full power. Then it breaks. So it's kind of, uh, <laughs> it's got to be careful when you do that. I've done it for the kids here before during our board breaking and Cobra Kai classes. But um, it's not something I recommend to do um, all the time. Now, um, just as a side note, what, what things, I'm trying to, you know, the, the, the first example that I gave about the Cobra Kai's destroying the Miyagi-Do studio was not a great example of how to break stuff and build it back up. Um, but, um, like, one thing is this, you know, like, when I had a, um, the, the first studio I had in Cape Coral here, um, we decided to move into a bigger facility. So I had to take down that studio. So we had to basically, in essence, break that up and build it back up again here at the new studio. So sometimes um, the destruction or the break stuff aspect is a sign of change. Okay, so it's a sign of change that things are changing, and change is always good. Okay, so change isn't always bad. You know, change is uh, often good. Okay, because now instead of having a 1,100 square foot facility, uh, we now have a 2,400 square foot facility. Okay, and there's a lot more room. We have all kinds of cool stuff, and it, the change was for the best. So uh, sometimes uh, breaking stuff down and building things back up is a good thing. Okay. Um, so just a couple things real quick. Uh, we have a secret word or phrase each day. Um, and this secret word or phrase, remember you can uh, let me know what it is in class and you can be eligible for um, discounts on our UMA stickers or our future Miyagi, uh, actually Miyagi, I was the wrong thing, the Karate Kid Master Dojo stickers, my bad, uh, that are coming up. Um, and our also, also what I'm wearing today is the uh, Cobra Kai Master Do the Cobra Cobra Kai. I said it again. I did it one time and I actually had to re-record it because I um I messed up. I've said this once before. You guys never heard it, but I said Cobra Kai Master Dojo one time. But anyways, Karate Kid Master Dojo shirt is what I'm wearing today. The co the Karate Kid. So um, it's easy to get confused because uh, Cobra Kai is such a popular uh, Netflix series right now. But anyways, all said and done. The the secret word today is give me something to break. Okay, so I'll say it again. It's give me something to break. I have to say it like that because that is part of the Limp Biscuit song that I had to uh, quote today a couple times. So um, remember that uh, we're here every week and uh, we have to remind ourselves that in order to learn any kind of karate, martial arts, um, you have to unlearn your misconceptions about what constitutes training, okay? So if you get a chance to participate in one of these uh, um, remodels, um, even have your kids try it too. If they're, they can knock down a drywall, it's pretty easy to bust. It could be a lot of fun, okay? You just have to make sure they do it in a organized fashion so they don't hurt themselves, okay? But anyways, um, remember that we're here every week. 
learning martial arts through everyday work, thus creating life around you, increased productivity, and a better world. I hope that you enjoy the rest of your day and the rest of your week. This is Karate Kid Master Dojo. This is Master Craig. Take care, everybody. Have a great day. Bye-bye.